0: Hello and welcome to the Other podcast. Uh, this is Aditya. Um, today, um, we thought we'll discuss about a film that was um, maybe not that much of a surprise, but it was also a surprise hit uh, among all the uh, action and epic uh, tent pole films or the so called tent pole films. Uh, it's uh, Mitran Javhar's uh, Tiruchitram Balam, uh, starring Dhanush and Nitya Menon. Um, it's a romantic comedy, and um, I, I think that Trailers worked really well, and um, the uh, and many, many people were also surprised that the film will turn out to be uh, a very pleasing uh, romantic comedy. Uh, of course, it had its share of um, um, uh, criticisms and other things that came up, especially after the OTT release. But uh, we thought we'll uh, go through. Uh, we'll discuss all the, all the aspects of it um, to discuss about the film. Uh, I have Paul uh, poor Hi, Ananta. Hey, hi. And I also have um, another guest who is um, returning to our podcast uh, writer, journalist, uh, film critic uh, Shubha Rao. Hi, Shubha. Thanks for joining.
1: Hi. Hi. Thank you so much, Aditya uh, and
0: I'll start with uh, Shubha. Shubha, I think you reviewed the film uh, and I think you liked the film. Um, I don't know if there's any, anyone who completely disliked the film, but uh, can you share um, uh, your initial thoughts when you watched it?
1: Yeah, I did not review the film, but I uh, wrote about it because after a very long time, uh, this was a film which actually took me back to, you know, my growing up years. Uh, I liked the casualness and the ease with which, uh, you know, a boy-girl bonding was showcased on screen. And uh, I thought I had not uh, seen it in a very long time. You know, there was a certain, um, you know, lived in... uh, you know, feel to that whole bonding, you know, where people can walk into each other's houses. That yeah. is a, that is a kind of uh, bond that I think we have not seen in recent years. And, uh, you know, usually what happens is that, you know, they become friends as adults. The only other film I thought which dealt with uh, friendship very beautifully between adults was uh, Autograph, which had a very nice yeah. uh, bond between uh, Cheren and, uh, you know, Sneha's characters. Uh, You know, with this one, what what really appealed to me was that, uh, you know, the very fact that no one, you know, everyone knows who they are, which is why I was very upset when, you know, ultimately the film ended the way it did, because I thought it's so difficult to get friendship right on screens, you know, with all its intricacies and, uh, you know, complexities and all of that and its lightness, that certain lightness of being, you know, where you can tell things and get away with it only with people who know you from what you once were before what you are today. And I thought, uh, you know, the film got that bang on. Uh, so,
2: yeah, I, I actually watched it first in the theaters. Uh, uh, and uh, the first weekend, after hearing so much about how good the movie was, I I, I had a few hours a few hours to spare at a mall and then I just walked in, uh, happened to get tickets, last-minute tickets, and I watched the movie. So I I, I, I enjoyed the movie. Um it's it's not it's not as much as uh, you know you have to watch it on the big screen so if people have not seen it yet please go catch it on uh, whatever ott it is on i think it's on uh, sun next right now and also on netflix uh, at some point uh, so people should go watch it uh, but uh, having said that yeah i, I watched it on the, the big screen first and then again on ott when it came out uh, a few weeks later so First impressions, I, I, I uh, like uh, Shubha said, right? So I, I, I loved how, how they treated uh, the friendships. Um, and, and just like Shubha, I was, I was kind of disappointed at how the uh, movie ended. Because, uh, and I, I think I tweeted about it uh, soon after I watched the movie, right? So um, this kind of takes, uh, uh, tries to answer, or I mean, it doesn't try to answer, but ultimately what, is attempted in the movie is whether, uh, uh, whether men and women can be friends, right? Uh, and that's, that's, that's something that we've, we've seen from movies like uh, when Harry Met Sally and, uh, and there's a famous line that, uh, from Harry Met Sally that Harry kept seeing, saying that men and women cannot get, be friends because the sex part gets in the way. I mean, you don't see that at all here. Right? So they are friends right from, you know, childhood. Uh, uh, they grow into young adults, they stay as friends. Um, I thought it was the ending was a cop out. Um, I would have loved to see and, and I tweeted this quite soon after I watched the movie. I, I would have loved to see the movie go in a different direction. Alas, it did not go there. And I think that's the only uh, to me that is the only disappointment of the movie. Everything else. It's a very light watch. After a long time, yeah, we have had Puneen Sylvan after that. But after a long time, this is a movie that you could go with the entire family into the theater and not cringe on a few things uh, here and there. Uh, straight through, watch, talk about it afterward with everybody, whether it's your parents or your grandparents or your children, whatever it is, right? You can, you can still talk, talk about the movie with them. And so this was one, one such movie. That's why I love the movie. And I thought the ending
0: was a cop It's also interesting that the um, uh, it was surprising for so many that this film uh, turned out to be good and also turned out to be uh, a big hit. Uh, that. Um, uh, no, 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 no! We are all surprised that a romantic comedy can become a hit. Uh, is that where we are at, Sushma? That uh, a small film cannot be a hit, and um, uh, we are all surprised that uh, a good film um, that can be enjoyed, like the way Anantha put it, uh, is is a hit, and it is supposed to be something that uh, oh, this is great. Is it a post-pandemic thing?
1: Um, I don't think so first of all I did not uh, believe that you know many people said this was a very low key film I did not think so at all because it had two powerhouse performers uh, you know very rarely have you come across a film with both these artists which you know did not work well on screen right as a pure uh, visual uh, you know with the sheer pleasure of watching them yeah. on screen is great you know there was Prakash Raj and you know we all know Bharti Raja is on a roll in his, uh, you know, avatar as a performer now. And uh, I did not think this was a small film at all. I went expecting a typical masala film, and where I was very, very pleasantly surprised was that uh, while it was not art house, it had certain aesthetics. You know, bang on. It really got the aesthetics right. It got the you know the 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 atmosphere right i grew up in a quarters and uh, you know quarters is uh, probably you know the uh, what i call it is the horizontal version of you know apartments where it's all spread and you know where everyone grows up together literally and the bond you share there is something you will never share with anyone else later So for me, that was what the film was about. And I think this is a film that would have worked at any stage of release. You know, there is a certain timelessness about it. It is not tied down by geography or time or, you know, uh, you know, dateline, nothing. I don't think anything works. Anything would have tied this film down. It would have worked the same way, I think, at any time. And uh, probably because, you know, we are expecting the top actors to... You know do a certain kind of ten pole film every time or because some other top actors have only been doing ten pole films probably people thought this was too small a film but uh, I did not look at it as a small film at all from day one. Uh, probably they didn't talk much about it but if you had listened to the I did not watch the trailer of the film at all off late I avoid watching that i directly just go watch the films and uh, during the audio launch it just one clip just came by and when you listen to people speak in the audio launch you just got the sense that they had a great time making the movie and After all these years, I think I've I've kind of realized that when a team has a good time making a movie, the end result is usually good. It might or might not be successful, but the end result will definitely be palatable. And I think that is what worked with it. There's there's a certain ease with, you know, among everyone who spoke that day. And, you know, that I think kind of gave me the hint that this is a film that will be good. And I'm so glad it lived up to it. But I don't think, uh, you know, uh, it was a small film at all, no.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not a small film uh, in, by any measure, uh, but I think it's more of a. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, um, in the year that we've had all the, um, uh, uh, I mean, films like uh, KGF, rr and Vikram, and uh, for, for some reason, people want people uh, came to the conclusion that if, if if an industry didn't have that kind of a film and that kind of a hit, uh, it's suddenly the industry is uh, is supposed to be doing badly. Uh, but, but but I think uh, all, all those, I mean, this film kind of proved that all those things are uh, really, uh, you know, disproportionate and uh, sort of exaggerated uh, uh, that uh, you don't have to have that kind of, uh, I mean, have to have an array of the kind of films. Uh, to 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 consider that the industry is uh, doing well, or or you don't have industry doing badly. Uh, but but I I, uh, I find it interesting that you, you talked about the aesthetics, which is which I think is a very important part of the film. Um, like you said, you, yeah yeah, uh, the, the quarters or. Um, like I think in, in my interview, I did mention because I think we see both uh, both in the film we see KK um, Nagar and Virgam Bakam. I think Virgam Bakam is the police station where Danish father played by Prakashra is an inspector there, and KK Nagar is where I think they live. And 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 it is such a departure from uh, you know uh, the gated communities of uh, the, the modern age and which is usually uh, set um, outside the quote-unquote uh, city uh, limits, and as the cities uh, expand, uh, and this was a uh, interesting uh, and, and a change in the aesthetics, and it, it I think it harks back to some some more of a uh, you know uh, more of a Balumendra aesthetic. I think which is something that Dhanush is closer to. Uh, maybe maybe thanks to Etrimaran, maybe thanks to his own idea uh, of uh, you know um, of, 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 of like like he used the word lived in, and I think that's what. Uh, 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 you, uh, you you think of when you see the the the, the apartments uh, the it's not housing board but it's, you know you know you know that uh, that kind of an aesthetic and and the the annual day that they celebrate and and all those little uh, things and the little joys and people know each other. Uh, so well, um, I, I think that's a very, very important part of the film that worked for many people, and and and, and very, and, and I remember, uh, I think me and uh, another uh, regular, Palaji, uh, we, we talked on Twitter about how there was a huge uh, cheer uh, when the the Madras Cooper song song uh, came uh, plays in the film, and, and 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 that is something that people identify with, and uh, I think that okay. you can identify with only when you live in a particular part of. At, uh, the city and a particular uh, kind of a, of, uh, a house and an apartments and and I think that's a very important part of the film that worked for many people.
1: Right, I completely agree with you because uh, you know the Kupamandi that you mentioned was so important that uh, that song, you know uh, that and you know uh, it was just uh, it was just like what someone like i think people who have lived in the earlier days of apartments of the you know of the earlier days with you know just two floors five houses six houses they will identify completely with it and they will probably vouch for the authenticity of you know life as captured in the film because that is exactly what it used to be like you know you could you were not so you know far apart in a different world inside your apartment you were still in touch with what was happening on the street side these days if you look at it if you look at the other apartments that they show the even in yeah. this film you do have the apartment that uh, you know uh, he goes to to deliver pizza to his former flame and that is you know a gated community probably no one will even know what is happening on the main road yeah You know, here they are still, you know, it's an alive, breathing place, which is very, very rooted. It is on the ground, despite not being on the ground. And, uh, you know, it is, I think that they got really, really right. And uh, I think it only comes from, uh, you know, it could have only been written by someone who has lived that kind of life, who has observed and, uh, you know, relished that kind of living and, you know, just experienced the joy of that life also. It comes with problems, yes. You know, there will be peeling paint off the walls. You know, there will be water leakages. All of that, yes. But uh, there was a certain, uh, you know, it was a, there was a certain wholen- wholesomeness to the life that one led there. And it's, it's all very, uh, you know, romantic in my head and, you know, nostalgic. It brought out, like, the last thing that I saw in the film was the romance, you know. It was just, a, it was a romance for yeah. a life that is no longer around. That is what I experienced.
2: Ananta, yeah. So uh, that's that. Those are exactly the points that actually uh, made me like the movie as well, right? So, um, in fact, in fact, I, I, I'm pretty sure we'll talk about what what scenes worked for us. But to me, to me, the scene that has stuck uh, quite a bit is that scene where uh, Shobana comes up to. Uh, uh params house and you know ask uh, his gra- his grandfather where is he uh, and why is he not uh, uh talking to her or whatever and then she walks out and they are like both of them are kind of arguing right and there's this small kid from the other other side other house who's just watching and then randomly the small kid and like, she's like uh, probably like 5 6 years of age right she just looks and says shobana enna katra and she's like she's like having a conversation with shobana as if they're equals and those are the kind of things that are very common in community close knit communities like this right where and then uh, uh, the way uh, shobhna's mother uh, treats um, param and, you know ask him about come on stop eat and go those are things that you have that that, that you've seen happen in uh, close knit communities like this that live in uh, apartments like this uh, in the past though you don't you don't get to see that much longer I mean uh, you don't get to see that anymore and that's that's I think that appealed to a lot of people and that's that's what made this movie work yeah I, I totally agree with you guys
1: this is the kind of uh, life that one one sled where no relation you know where your friendship uh, where sex did not get into the friendship by sex i don't mean uh, you know making love but just the fact that it did not matter that one is a boy and one is a girl the fact that you belong to different sexes did not matter at all you know you were just friends And uh, that is something that worked very well for me in the film because uh, if you look at it, you know, in her house, no one even blinks an eye when he jumps in and sits on her bed to mop around because he is sad that, you know, whatever she said ultimately worked out to be true. And, you know, he doesn't, uh, you know, she goes wakes him up, uh, he wakes her up. And these are all very normal things in The film and which is probably, you know, a very, very rare kind of uh, bond and something that, you know, is there between families also, you know, the same scene that Ananta was uh, talking about, you know, it's very interesting how she calls that, you know, she thinks that is he trying to be some beauty queen or something. But when she storms out of the house, she has a face pack on her face too.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: You know, which is before this child steps in, you know. So, I think yeah. that is the kind of uh, bond they were talking about. And I liked that fact that, you know, uh, it was not like, you know, on the pie and the, you know, da pesa. It was not like that. It was like, you know, you know, someone is talking to someone. It didn't matter that it was a boy talking to a girl. That is what I liked a lot in that. And it yeah. was how everyone looked at them. No one looked at them as a boy and girl talking or a boy and a girl going to a film. It was Padam and Shobana going. That was it. I don't. I don't even know if it is possible
0: uh, at a time like this that you would have a, a childhood friend who you are still uh, you know close to. Not not only you know in terms of friendship, but also you know physically, like you, they still live in the same place. Uh, I, I don't think that even happens with a lot of people anymore. Uh, that. Uh, someone you met uh, when you were like 5 or 6 and you you are now like 24 and you you're all still living in the same place that that I don't think doesn't that doesn't happen and that so so that kind of a comfort level never uh there's no chance for that comfort level to be built over uh, decades for everyone to be comfortable with uh, how they interact and um, uh uh and unlike and coming back to what ananta said about the scenes i also like the scene where uh, you know uh, uh, comes into um, uh, uh, Dhanush's house, and uh, she, she comes into uh, Prakash Raj's room, and where uh, uh, he he'll be polishing his shoes, and he she basically braids him, um, of, of, uh, and and and, and, then, and then throws the shoe out, and, and then she goes goes back out, and then comes back in, and then uh, gives the shoe to him. Or I think I think she even polishes the shoes, and then gives it back to him. She does. And that's a lovely, yeah. lovely scene. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know uh, it worked. Uh, very well. That scene to show that you know they have that kind of a comfort level where they can get angry with each other's parents also, and they're not going to they're not going to hold it against them. Yeah, you know that is that is not something that normally happens. One, my other favorite scene was I think it was uh, part of a song montage where uh, you know just. That one scene showed how much she knows him, you know. They're serving food and she says, no, no, don't serve him that. You know, he doesn't like it. Give him this instead. And, uh, you know, Bharati Raja looks at her and him and, you know, Danush tries to tell him that, you know, Don- don't think like that. This is the scene after Bharti Raja puts it into his head that she knows you best. Uh, yeah. You know, it's nothing is apparently said, but it's there.
2: This is one of Danush's sweet spots, right? And he's, he's made this his own... Um... Perhaps with VIP, and he's done a. I mean, like a lot of his early movies were uh, roles like this, but they were treated in completely different ways, right? So, uh, but where where they attempted to you know make him a hero um, when he's when he's uh, the uh, a similar middle class uh, or lower middle class guy, right? But Post VIP, we've seen that he's got gotten comfortable um, into uh, this his his space of you know shedding that uh, uh, hero role when it comes to you know movies like this when he's he's contented these slice of life kind of characters where uh, there is something that each one of us can identify. I mean, like you you find him getting hurt. Uh, and I'm talking about getting physically hurt, right? I mean, you, you find him getting hit by people. Uh, he manages to land a few blows here and there. That's true. But but you find him getting hit like, you know, you and I would get hit if we get into a fight in real life. So he's gotten comfortable in those kind of roles. And it, it shows. And it it, it is it, it, this is probably one of the easiest movies that Dhanush had to be a part of, I would say. Um, it was not a challenge for him. Uh, but at the same time, he's he just he just does what he knows, and that it shows. Um, and uh, talking about the VIP angle, yes, definitely there is a lot of shades of what we saw in VIP. The uh, to me, <laughs> the the soundtrack also or the background score also adds um, a lot of uh, uh, that feel. Um, and,
1: and 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 yeah, and yeah, I, I think he should do more movies like this. True. Um, Well, I'd uh, slightly differ here. For me, the only angle in which this film reminded me of VIP was in the background score and uh, nothing else because in VIP, they were still trying to make him a hero. Here, I think, uh, you know, I like how age and experience and maturity has sat very well on Danush to let him know when to, you know, not really uh, project himself on screen. You know, where he is just one in the background, You know, uh, I I thought that uh, he did that to perfection in this film. And uh, I think it worked well in the scheme of things also, where he is a non-hero. Like, uh, five years ago, if this film had been made, uh, you know, probably there would have been a soup song when she says, you know, yeah, I was flirting with you, but nothing now, right? But now you also see the uh, maturity in, uh, you know, the performer to sit back and, you know, just mop around for five minutes and then get on with life. I think uh, that reflected very well in this film. And, uh, you know, I think the bond in VIP and the bonds in this were uh, starkly different in terms of the intensity of the uh, incident, which, you know, shook that bond in the first place. And I think that reflected very well. Uh, so, I I did not see many traces of VIP or Ni Mohini in this definitely because I I saw someone who will react like how a regular boy would do uh, and not like how, uh, you know, the filmy hero or, you know, the aberration in society might do. Yeah,
0: uh, it's definitely uh, an, an, uh, an improved, uh, you know, it's more of a, um, a mature role and it's also more of, uh, you know, he uh, has it, it looks like the same character is more experienced and more aware uh, and more confident uh, than um, uh, the the, 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 the of Velaela uh, Patadari and uh, because there's a lot of difference in the sense that um, in, in that film, he's of course, uh, he, he's jobless and looking for employment and um, he's, uh, he struggles to grasp a- English, uh, to find the job that he wants, and he has a little. Uh, some uh, uh, he goes through some some uh, conflicts in his life, uh, and how he's compared to his brother, and 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 uh, and, and all these things, and, and of course there is also the big difference of uh, uh, in, in the latter half uh, projecting him as the you know the 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 hero, the mass he wrote, uh, that comes up, um, but. Uh, but the main similarities that I felt was um, there is an improvement in, in there's a there's a difference in now how ten years later uh, Danush character, but from a very similar uh, class um, place that now um, yeah he doesn't have the best job that he could have for his talents, but uh, he has a job and then um, he has made some sacrifices in his life and uh, he 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 can. Uh, you know, um, he is not someone who uh, struggles in English. He can t- t- talk English just like anyone else. And um, but, but but he's still living in a very similar um, household, and he has a very similar um, um, I- interactions uh, with with his father. And there is there is, there is some sort of uh, tension in, in in their relationship. Uh, of course, the intensity uh, it differs, um, but, but but the aesthetics seem very similar. In, in fact, Dhanush's house. In Velila Patadari's just right down my house, and uh, it's still there, and it still looks the same. And and it is um, sort of um, so so that way. I I did see some similarities, and I also uh, recognized the improvements uh, that they've made because because of course it's ten years later, and um, uh, Danish has matured as an actor, and and also probably matured as um, uh, what kind of roles that he wants to take. And I think um, that definitely got reflected. Um, Going to the the other topic that we want to uh, talk about, uh, Barat Raja. Um, what do you?
1: Uh, yeah, Go ahead. Yeah, I one more thing that I uh, thought worked in this film was that Dhanush's character is not trying to put down someone who's better than him. He's trying to improve himself. You know, there is no self pity anywhere. Yeah. He's just trying to get better. He accepts his lot, but when he gets a chance to improve himself, he takes that chance. He doesn't, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, you don't have any Amul baby kind of references here. Nothing. You know, there is no ridiculing someone. It is just improving oneself. And I thought that was a very pleasant thing in the film.
2: I think the years of, you know, uh, him directing other people and, you know, telling. And he's introduced a bunch of people uh, into um, the industry. And I think I think all that has given him enough experience to actually act and i think whether you whether or not he's got gotten formal training or not he's he's he waltz, waltzes through any role that you've given him and this is this is very like you're right he's very underrated in the sense that um you've seen him do a variety of roles but now he's settled into this this these kind of roles that I, I i i there was there was one vishal movie that i saw him in a few years ago uh, I forget what it was I forget what it was called uh, but he played I think he played Vishal's father in that movie as well um, similar quiet role uh, but this is this is much bigger in terms of scope where he's got a lot of screen space he's got a lot of lines um, he's got a lot of uh, uh, laughs and and, and he's, he just rocks man he just rocks
1: Yeah, because I think this family would have been torn asunder without him. He is the one who has held two very, very, one very uh, guilty, grieving uh, son and uh, angry, grieving grandson together in the same house. It is a house without any soft presence. And I think he is the one at a time when he should have been looked after. He is looking after two people. And I love that dialogue where he talks about how after a certain age, Being a burden is a pleasure, provided you know who is looking after you. You know, where you just know that you will be looked after. And uh, I thought, you know, his gravelly voice and it just all I think lent a very beautiful, uh, you know, it showed... The depth of his character. And uh, also, I have always heard from actors of your that, you know, he's such a fabulous actor because many of them have gone on record saying that whatever you saw in the film is what he acted and we just copied him. So he's always known to be a great uh, performer, just that we never saw that on screen. We saw what Others did watching him on screen, yes, we never saw him. But uh, I don't think this film would have been what it was without Bharati Raja because not only is he the person, you know, literally holding up that house, he's also the person who nudges them, you know, towards healing, both of them. You know, he tries to remove the toxicity from their life and I thought that was beautifully done.
0: Yeah, and some of it I mean, all of his exchanges with every character, like he has uh, scenes with, um, I, I mean, I, I, I can't choose um, my favorite scene of uh, Batra in this film, because all his exchanges with uh, Dhanush, all his exchanges with Men, SM, when both of them have their um, face back on, and Mm-hmm. um uh and his scenes with prakash raj everything uh, all, all of them work like and, and all of them cover a range almost like like some of them uh, are, are are comedy and some of them are like uh, really intense emotional scenes and some of them are just you know um, just like any uh, grandfather giving advice uh, to, to the granddad kind of scenes and, and and i think they they cover a whole gamut and and, it, uh, and, and if i and, and, and I think he's, he's a solid actor. I remember the, the, his monologue in, I, I think it was Kuranga Bombay, and, and he, he has a great range and he can do almost anything on screen. And I think, uh, I hope, you know, other filmmakers also use him in different ways. Yeah, man, that, that sheer range
2: that he has, I mean, we've seen him, we've seen him in as far as ba- far back in Ireland uh, also. right? So that, that range needs to be exploited. And I think, I think now he's uh, open to you know, acting. And I think, I think that we should see more of him on screen.
1: Yeah, I agree too. You know, either even now, you know, it gives you the chills, you know, there, there's so much of, uh, you know, possibility, there's so much of darkness in that character. And but then nothing openly shown that you do wonder what he's capable. And I think he's, his face is like this perfect mask, you know, nothing shows. And yet it yeah. says so much. Yeah, in
0: that that film, he smiles through all the threats that he gives. Correct, exactly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You don't know what to feel, you know. Much like, uh, it was very interesting that the other person who can do that is Prakash Raj and, you know, both of them were in the same film. Like, uh, you know, with Prakash Raj, it's the same thing. Unless you go back and watch a film 10 times, you will never realize, you know, that, oh, this was shown on the face, just that we didn't catch it.
0: the the other person having a I think uh, a, a solid year is uh, Nithya Menon um, I, I I I mean and this this one of course is uh, is, is is pretty much her film and um and I, I also really liked her in uh, in 191A uh, which uh, I, I, I don't know how many people saw it but it's one of the underrated films of the year um uh, the, the Malayalam film directed by Hindu uh, uh, and um, it also has Vijay Sethupathi in a uh, supporting role. Uh, i think i think uh, two solid films and two amazing performances um and uh, and, and i thought like um, i i don't know I, I mean she's been acting uh, uh regularly but it's um, it, it, this this year kind of really uh got her back into you know uh, the conversation and uh she's really really good in both the roles and both the roles are completely poles apart
2: yeah I, I i saw that uh 1998 uh, that movie as well um Again, yeah, both are poles apart in terms of uh, the character, you know, and 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 uh, what she goes through, and you know how she reacts. And um, I'd like to see her. more. I think, I think in between, she was uh, like you know fully in in the Telugu industry. I think she'd done a bunch of Telugu movies in the last couple of years. Um, I think post twenty four, I think this is the first Tamil movie for her. I think maybe. Um, she like like you said uh she after a long time we've seen a movie where there is a female character that that actually has uh like you know shares equal space with the with the hero and it's not like while it ends up that way it's not romance that you know gets them together on screen when you see them right so uh and, and she and she she goes you know she goes like you know she she's an equal to danish in every way in this movie and in this and, and and she's again the other other directors should take note and use her more in whatever way that they can um
1: Mithya has you know never been uh, a light performer on screen Uh, and by light I mean you know she can pull off any kind of role but she will never leave without making an impact and that is from you know for many years now actually it's not just this year probably we've not seen her much here but uh, I definitely think that uh, the kind of range she brings and uh, I think that is because she is not image conscious on screen. You know, she doesn't look, she doesn't, uh, I think she and the camera have a great great relationship and she just surrenders. And, uh, you know, like uh, there are very few actors who can eat with gusto on screen without being self-conscious about it or laugh heartily. And I think she is one of those people who can do that. It takes, see, crying comes. Uh, relatively easily to many people if not there is glycerin but having this whole-throated laughter and you know making it sound very real is not very easy at all and if you look at this film there are so many scenes where you know there is this full-throated laughter that she has you know and that is what she is she loves to laugh she loves biryani she loves to eat she loves to pull people's legs she is just and she will give it back as it comes she doesn't mind using swear words And she loves stealing popcorn. And these are all things that looked so natural on screen, I think, because she really bought that character. You know, she bought that character, invested it with so much more and gave it back to, you know, uh, the screen as such. I think that's what I believe. And I definitely think that, you know, if, uh, you know, people uh, use her in roles that don't stereotype her. I think we will see even more range from her, you know, like, I think she can pull off anything, basically.
0: What what did you, I mean, I I think you, we want to talk uh, a bit about the climax, but um, I just want to uh, go through, uh, either of you have uh, the favorite scenes in the film, I think, uh, I'm guessing a lot of Balkaraja films will figure. Ananta, you mentioned it earlier about the favorite scenes. Uh, Do you want to start?
2: Yeah, yeah so so like I said uh, like I mentioned earlier right like my my favorite scene is the scene where the confrontation where uh, between uh, Nityamainan and and Bharat Raja and and that that kid the kid's parting shot at the end right I that 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 to me was the was was my favorite scene because like I said it it it, it was funny to see that kid and Shobana interact and both of them interacting as equals without their age, a difference in the ages getting in the way. Uh, But but you're right, pretty much any scene with Badraja to me was, you know, the, the highlight.
1: Uh, for me, a couple of scenes stood out. I don't know if I am reading a lot more into those scenes because, you know, we experienced something uh, similar on the home front, like the scene where Prakash Raj falls from the bed and, uh, you know, where uh, Bharati Raja is holding himself back from going there to help his son and hoping that uh, the son's son will step up and do what has to be done. Uh, that somehow, uh, you know, I thought, not many people spoke about how well Prakash uh, Raj did that role. And, you know, uh, and I think that vulnerability and which actually uh, helps this boy come out of whatever he is going through. I think that uh, needed a little more uh, you know, people did it to us, probably spoken a little more about it. Because, uh, you know, we saw how it was at home when, you know, my dad-in-law had a stroke and was partly paralyzed. And how suddenly you see this man who's walking around all over the place, who's talking and laughing. Suddenly seeing him vulnerable was so difficult for everyone, the sons especially. And, uh, you know, I realized that the relationship completely transforms from, you know, father-son to, you know, son-father. Literally, it changes and I thought that came about quite well for me. And the other thing that worked really well for me is the scene where Danush, uh, you know, Param comes to Shobna's room after, you know, he's ticked off by Rashi Kanna's character and he knows that, you know, uh, he rejects the tip and he comes and he sits and, you know, they talk. And I thought that was such a beautifully uh, written scene because, uh, you know, he says, she says, tips are not and he's like, Rama, ah, but you know, or eagle, I did not. I thought that was a very beautifully written scene. And that showed the depth of their relationship.
0: Uh, I'm, I, I think we should talk about the, the, the music of the film. Uh, and I wanted to ask, like, uh, there's the, a the, the whole, I mean, I, I know it's a promotional song, but the whole tar song did not sit well at all in the larger theme of the film. I don't even know why they made it.
2: Yeah, I mean if you if you know if you notice post release I think the song that is getting you know max plays that uh, penne penne song right the the song that's that's you know obviously uh, made to look up like a musical um but yeah that that that, that Thai curry did not uh, was a very good promo song uh because again a lot of lot of hype on it, but I think I think the the soundtrack did not need it, and it 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 has much more uh, in it and than just that song. And one thing about the soundtrack, again, I don't know if it's just me, but was there an intent to make every male voice in the soundtrack sound like Le Raja? I don't know. maybe there
0: was, Yeah, maybe they were. Yeah.
2: Because, because whether it is Danush, I think uh, um, I'm, I right that uh, Santosh Narayan also sang one song. Um,
0: yeah, and Vijay also sang one song.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I'm, I'm not sure about Vijay, but definitely some, both Santosh Narayan and Danush, both their voices, I don't know whether I did. To me, they reminded no. me of Raja singing. I I know Danush has this thing, but uh, but and yeah, Dhanush has this thing,
0: but I don't think Danush can pull it off
2: uh, no it cannot yeah. cannot but
0: yeah. it, it seems is kind not of like pull it off yeah yeah
2: no it, it seems kind of forced that yeah. he, They love because i've seen dalush sing on stage sing tendral vandithindumbo i think he sang on stage uh in in some raja program and uh, i from then on it struck me that he's whenever he sings certain songs he's making it a point to you know try to ape the way Raja sings certain phrases and you know certain tones, so to speak, and I, I, this, this soundtrack reminded me so much about it. Again, for good or bad, I don't know. I'm not may, no comment on that. But I actually love the soundtrack, and I, as you said, the soundtrack is much more yeah. than the Thai career there's much more. And
0: than, and and, and Megam the video also is also um, really well done, and uh, the song is good as well as uh, the video. Um, it's I mean it uh, it rips off on. You know, um, a lot of uh, like singing in the rain, and that sort of, the sort of lighting, and um, and even the very simple moves that they do, and which which goes well with like who they are and what their relationship is, and um, and and the the other part about, about your point about uh, sounding like um, uh, Raja, I, I think that is uh, that that is a very Danush thing that um, uh, he 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 wants. I think I mean it's obviously a theme in this film. And and hence uh, he wanted it, and 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 then there was uh, his own film uh, Power Pandival, uh which is um, which is more of a you know um, it, it's a, a romance. Um, it, it's a romantic film with old, older uh, with an older couple, and I think because they're older couple, I think he wanted that. Rather, and, and there they actually pulled it off because Sean Rowland did it, and of course um, the singers are different, but uh, at least musically they, they they did pull it off uh a very uh raja sounding uh soundtrack and i think i think it, it comes from danush which actually wants uh, makes me want to ask Shubha about this that um i, I think danush there, there's a, I think we know that there's very good writer director inside Danush uh but is it is it also how much can we also read into other people's films that Danush has had a hand in, or if there is any anything to that? Because I, I think I, I think it started with VIP first, um, and then he's, of course Pandi was I, I a movie that I liked, and I thought he did very well with it. Um, and um, so, so that that is something that I've always wondered. Like, and, and I've always, and and, I've, uh, and and I think he he also has expressed that he wants to. Uh, go that way uh, in the future and uh, and and I think he would find a great success in it and he has the talent for it uh, Shubha do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah I definitely think there's a great writer inside him and I loved Power Pandi and you know I thought uh, Senior Love was showcased so beautifully so beautifully in that film and uh you know that film has inspired so many other people. You know, there's a hat tip to that film in so many other films that followed. And uh, I really think that he should be writing more. Uh, you know, stardom is going to come in the way of these directorial dreams because I have a feeling that you know, while uh, you know he acts, he can act like a star. I think he writes like the common man. And uh, you know, I I do remember uh, seeing an interview of his where he spoke about how certain scenes in VIPs, you know, we all worked on them together. So I definitely think there's a great writer in him. And I think the writer will be writing characters that are rooted in real, while the star might play over-the-top characters. And I'm actually waiting to see what he can come up with. I like how he looks at uh, certain complexities of life. I really like the song he wrote in my Minna. And, uh, you know, I, I just think that, uh, that there are some, there is an angle to his personality that not many people know of which probably he keeps under wraps for a particular reason. But I have a feeling that we will get to see all of them once he actively gets into writing and directing.
0: Any Anything, anything else uh, you guys uh, want to discuss? Uh, any, any other topic that you think we missed or anything that you want to share about the film?
1: Um, you know, I would like to speak probably for a fleeting moment about how, you know, what is it that, uh, what is it that our creators think that they feel that they have to push in one feel good, you know, conclusion to a film, and feel good romantic conclusion to a film. You know, why did someone actually, you know, run, you know, in, uh, you know, run the race so well, and finally decide that. Let me just do what everyone else has done so far and finish it. You know, like at what stage do they have this doubt? Do you think the film would not have worked if they had just stayed friends and he kept searching for his dream girl and, you know, she kept looking at him, you know, egging him along the way. It can happen, you know, that I think that would have worked very well. I just feel bad that, you know, they went this far and did not cross that last line, you know. As in, they thought, okay, let's go back to the tried and tested method. And I think that is something that somewhere filmmakers should be given the confidence that, you know, you make a different film, people will consume it.
0: Yeah, I think that that's a good point because, um, uh, you know, uh, that, 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 and, and that can be considered a happy ending, right? It, it's, I, there's no one there's no one single happy ending that uh, you have to um, get together in some way and that is the only uh, happy ending uh um that that we know of and the the, the point you make about uh him uh um, the film having to continue uh, his um, uh search for uh, uh, true love or or or, or you know um, the, the remaining uh, uh the, the friendship remaining but he, he he it it doesn't exactly end in a in a nightly you know in this neat tied uh, bow or something like something, something of that sort and i think uh, that that is a definitely a point that um, what we think of, uh, what we think when we think of happy endings, and I think that's what you say is not definitely not a sad ending. It, it is a happy ending. And I think it's just not yeah. a happy romantic
1: ending. It's just not a happy romantic ending, you know. And, and yeah. uh it was very uh, you know, in fact, I don't know if you read my article that I wrote for Time. I wrote about this and I wrote about how at 1, one 10 or something in the morning my friend called me from Coimbatore and he told me, Shubha, the dam and the love story. And I'm like, Yes, and his wife was laughing in the background and she says it was just like watching all of y'all, you know, on a big screen because you know we all share these kind of very special bonds with people we've grown up with, and we have all gone on to marry different people. And we've all still managed to, you know, when you meet this person, you still manage to get back to that little corner of your childhood that is just yours and where no one else is allowed. And that is that is wonderful to watch, too.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think, I think that that is that is probably a part that. Uh, they could have definitely uh, gone towards, but um, probably a missed opportunity in, 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 in delivering a film like delivering a climax like that.
2: The one thing, like I, I actually laughed when I thought about it, is because like the the term I'm, I'm using air quotes here, boy bestie, girl bestie, is seems to be very common with uh, college kids these days, right? They've they've put a label where they have a best friend of from the opposite sex, right? Um now my point is that's exactly what this relationship sort of was and while there are the you know slightly uh, the shady angles that some in some quarters uh, in some parts but that's exactly what this was in, in quintessentially the boy and the girl being best friends if there was one point in time when such a movie uh, such an ending uh, such an ending where both remain friends and not you know get into a romantic relationship with each other if that such an ending was possible and was palatable among the audiences in Tamil Nadu or in the world right now this was the time it's it is if you look outside it's that that the term is in vogue So I don't know why they decided to go this way. And like, when when you look at, you know, hurried endings for movies and why they happen, a lot of times there is a business angle to it where, you know, a director does not know how to finish the movie. He's been working on it. He's been writing, 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 throwing away various options, whatnot. And then push comes to shove. There is you know, deadlines approaching and he has to do something about it. And that's how sometimes these hurried endings happen, right? You know, from a pure, purely business and, you know, timing and scheduling sense. Now, this movie, when I looked at it again, I, 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 I tried to find out why this could have happened. Like, like, it it hurt me that he would have taken it such far and then dropped Dropped it like, it, the, the movie was such a high, and then the ending was such a fall for me, right? So I try to look at it and it seems like they, they started and finished filming in, in a space of six to eight weeks. That's all this movie took to make in terms of time. So that hurried ending where he had nothing else to film and he had to do it, that, that reason goes out of the window. So it is inexplicable that this ending could have made it to screen. Like I said... The term boy bestie, girl bestie is so much in work, and this is what this relationship is, and such a missed opportunity. Uh, such a miss of like, that's I, I can't talk enough about why or you know how bad that fall was after that such a high for so much of the movie. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh,
1: yeah, so I just think that uh, you know, interestingly, despite you know, this so-called romantic conclusion to the film, what people are still talking about is the friendship. So I think in a way, that is a big win for the friendship. Despite the fact that, you know, the film steered it to somewhere else, I think what people ultimately took home was the friendship. So which is why I don't even call this a rom-com because for me, this was a friendship com if there's a, you know, this is a film about, this is a buddy film in my head. You know, and I think people are talking a lot about the relationship, the, the friendship, and not the love. So I think that kind of itself uh, would have told people what the focus of the film was. Yeah,
0: yeah. that makes sense. And, and, and also, uh, when Anta explained it, it reminds me that um, one, one of the films that uh, you can think of, uh, uh, you know, uh, is, is uh, Shah Rukh Khan's Kabhi uh, Kabina, which is. Uh, which is, of course, which of course is very clear uh, that there is a, you know, one-sided, unrecruited love going on throughout the film, and and at the same time, uh, they, are, they are best friends, uh, and, and then and, and then it, it doesn't have a happy ending, but it ends with, uh, you know, a guest appearance from Zee Chawla and. Uh, Shah Rukh Khan's character uh, meeting, which uh, uh, just for a scene, and even even something like that could have worked. I think in this film, um, and, and and that that is one film that I think uh, um, did celebrate friendship as well as uh, you know uh, a, a more of a romantic hero who's uh, who, who keeps pursuing. Um, um, but but. Uh, Shubha's point is also true that we keep talking about the friendship and I think that will be the enduring aspect of this film um, even in multiple rewatches. Um, so I think that's our, our discussion on Tariswit uh, um, uh, Do check it out. Uh, it's on Sunnext. And um, uh, thank you Shubha for joining us.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I, I thoroughly enjoyed these conversations. Thank you so
0: much. Thank you. And
1: thank you Ananta. Thanks Ananta. Hey, thanks, Adi. Thanks, Shiva.
0: So, we'll be back with another episode soon. Uh, Keep listening uh, to the podcast. Thank you.